Welcome to The Cap, where we are here to speak with college reps and other professionals in the field of college admissions to help answer all your questions and guide you through every step of the process. So if you're serious about college admissions, you've come to the right place. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. And now, here's your host, Dr. John Durante. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and I am here to introduce you to college admissions representatives and other professionals in the field of college admissions. Our purpose is to serve you, the students and parents, so that you may gain insight straight from the people who ultimately make the decisions. Regardless of whether you apply to a particular school being highlighted in a given episode, you should listen to all of them, as each guest will give you tremendous insight and advice on every aspect of the college admissions process, prompting you to come up with your own follow-up questions for when you visit campus or meet with a college admissions representative yourself. Don't forget to visit our website, www.collegeadmissionstalk.com, or the show notes of each episode to access the alphabetical list of all the colleges available with the related audio link to the right of each school. The alphabetical list provides you with on-demand access to all of the episodes so that you may listen whenever you wish. And if you want to receive links to episodes before they are released on the podcast, along with other related resources, please fill out the email opt-in form also available on our website and in the show notes of each episode. Lastly, please email me with any questions or comments at collegeadmissionstalk at gmail.com. So are you ready? Let's talk about it. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you today Dr. Matthew L. Bennett, who's the Vice President of Graduate Enrollment and Professional Studies at Northwood University in beautiful Midland, Michigan. Dr. Bennett, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? John, to all the listeners on The Cap, it's a privilege to be here today. Thank you for the opportunity and uh, looking forward to sharing with all your listeners the wonderful features of Northwood and all that we have to offer. Well, it's an honor and pleasure to have you here, and I can't wait to hear all about the great things that Northwood has to offer both inside of your classrooms and beyond. So, Dr. Bennett, can you provide us an overview of Northwood University's mission and educational philosophy and how it differentiates itself from other colleges and universities? Yeah, no, it's a great question, John. Thank you for that, and thank you again for the opportunity and the platform to, uh, to share on behalf of my board of trustees, our president, Dr. Kent McDonald, my colleagues at the leadership team level, and moreover, representing our students and alumni, which is well over 50-some thousand strong across the, across wow. the globe. Uh, Northwood's a special place. I know a lot of colleges and universities will say that, uh, but I think you'll find in the, the state of the world today, whether you lean left or lean right, philosophically, Northwood is rooted in free enterprise. It's rooted <laughs> in capitalism. We really develop future leaders. Uh, that drive business, drive business entities. Our mission is really, really focused on developing free enterprise leaders who drive global economic and social progress. So um, that may sound very right-leaning, but it's very much pro-business. We are firm believers of um, people need to be free. They need to be free to make decisions. They need to be free to be innovative. Moreover, they need to be free to develop organizations, build business. Be job creators, not necessarily job takers. Our code of ethics is pretty unique. It's a great acronym, easy to remember. It's fresh air. That fresh air stands for freedom, 
respect, empathy, honesty, spirituality, and then we get into achievement, integrity, and responsibility. I think I might have messed those up. I was just reading, John. (laughs) For those on the call, it's freedom, respect, empathy, spirituality, and honesty is fresh. And then we get into achievement, integrity, and responsibility. So I think the most, most important elements there is we believe in free markets, limited government, and the opportunity that when given the opportunity, dynamic and creative people can do amazing things for themselves, their families, and for the next uh, generation of people. So I think uh, that, that kind of gives an overall view of what makes Northwood special. In fact, one statistic, John, that you've, you're going to be just enamored with, they do studies every every year about 10 at the five year mark, the 10 year mark for colleges and university graduates and what percentage of them are not only hired, but what percentage of them are entrepreneurs or have a hand in their own business. Most universities, what would you say, John, rank 10 years out? What would you think the percentage is of those graduates that are entrepreneurs? I would say it's probably somewhere around. I'm going to go 25 <laughs> percent. Actually, most, it's probably more like 5 to 7% okay. of their total graduates. <laughs> Uniquely, you're, you're hanging out in the Northwood camp. Our number is closer to 35% of our uh-huh. graduates have either their own business or a hand in their own business venture 10 years after graduation. So we are bitten by the entrepreneurial bug here at Northwood, and we're proud of that. Well, that's awesome. Anyone that's interested in business, it definitely seems like a great place with all that you offer, not only in your classrooms, but beyond So, Dr. Bennett, what else can you share about student life on and off your campus? And what would you say makes Northwood so appealing for so many students to want to apply and ultimately attend? No, that's a great question. Thank you again, John. I think, you know, Northwood's not for everybody. Let's be honest. Uh, We don't train the next biomolecular engineer. Uh, (laughs) Northwood is a specialty business school. Uh, We uh, specialize in business programs from A to Z. uh, But there's always a business of something in whatever industry that a student is pursuing, whether at the undergraduate or graduate level for that matter. But I think what, what's most unique is what I joke is we, we have 400 acres of awesome nestled mm-hmm. in the woods in Midland, Michigan, which is close to cities. We're about an hour and a half north of Detroit, um, hour 30 minutes from Ann Arbor, Lansing, key, key cities that many may know. Uh, Midland, Michigan is also the headquarters to the Dow Chemical Company. Uh, so uh, amazing, amazing area. But I think the reality is it's it's very experiential. Um, students get to know each other. Students get to know their faculty. Students experience a practical-based education. So they don't just come into classes and listen to lectures, but they engage with faculty who are or have been leaders in industry. Those industry leader elements associated with our faculty is what is a differentiator. They haven't been hanging out in their ivory towers reading philosophy for 30 years, trying to impart wisdom. And that's okay if that's what you want to do. But what we find is our students want to gain access and an edge when they go into the business world. And what better way to learn than from industry experts? So from that standpoint, the appeal, the physical campus is gorgeous. The opportunities to participate in extracurricular activities is expansive. The ability to play intercollegiate athletics at the Division II level is certainly a draw for a number of our student body. But moreover, I think just the intimacy of knowing faculty, we know your name. We're one of those old school institutions in a class where we take attendance. 
So the beauty <laughs> is, as we talk to parents, the beauty and, and curse is, one, we know who your student is. Two, we know who your student is. So I think from that standpoint, <laughs> it also gives us an opportunity to build great bonds with them, not only while they're here, but as they go on to great things and success in their business career, wherever that may take them. Well, that's terrific. Great relationships with the professors who, by the way, take attendance. I love that. They are leaders in the business industries to help students not only learn about business, but really gain access, which I really love. So Dr. Bennett, what is Northwood's approach to your actual admissions process, particularly in terms of the criteria and other factors considered when reviewing applications? Yeah, I, you know, I try to keep it simple, silly, is really our motto, right? It's, <laughs> life has a lot of challenges. The last thing you want, whether you're 18 or 48 or 88, looking at programs at Northwood University is to experience this gauntlet of how to get reviewed. So we really make it a personal approach. Students will engage with a, an admissions representative that will counsel them throughout the process. Uh, they also certainly, in a lot of ways, can inquire online in which they'll re be replied to in a very prompt way. As we all know, speed is vital in getting questions answered, especially in today's day and age. Students also can apply online virtually, which is not a new thing, but it gives them a pathway. You know, we require high school transcripts, or if they're pursuing a graduate or doctoral program, their undergraduate transcripts accordingly. But we really try to keep it simple. Uh, they'll engage with that advisor, talk a little bit about the, the programs and what might be a good fit. Uh, if we get a good fit being a specialty business institution, we'll pair the parent and the students up with the faculty chair of that division, whether it's accounting or finance or sport promotion management, cybersecurity. We really want them to meet everybody. There's no hiding the wizard behind the cloak, right? <laughs> we want to make it as an ex experiential process as it can be because we know that our parents and our students and our students that, you know, that are older in their lives are investing. They're investing their time, their talent, their treasure uh, at Northwood, and we take a lot of pride in that. So it really is a, a rolling admissions process in which we will engage the student, review their application, and then get back with them in the most timely fashion so they can begin planning their lives, right? Senior <laughs> year, junior year, there's a lot going on for high school students. If it's an adult, they're working, they have kids, they have a mortgage, an SUV, <laughs> they want to know where am I at? What's next? And how much does it cost? So we want to make sure that we're as transparent and overly communicative in the process. Well, that sounds terrific. Rolling admissions. And Dr. Bennett, I was curious, though, being that you're such a popular business school, what kinds of internship opportunities do you provide your students once they're on your campus? Oh, man, it's a great question. In fact, part of my division is privileged to work with our career services and professional development space. And we just went through a list of well over 200 organizations across the country wow. that place our students in internships or have. And uh, what's unique is most students, in fact, we've had a lot of transfer students that have experienced this with my director of career services, Dr. Steve Poole, where they don't even look or consider internships until their senior year or their junior year. Wow. A majority of our student body start internships their freshman summer. Hmm. So after year one, they're already making a case with organizations like Southeast Toyota, CDK Global, the Penske Automotive Group, Hendrick, uh, Deloitte & Touche, Lear, Cox Automotive, you name it, um, that they're, they are unmatched in terms of a potential employee. So 
What's unique about that differentiator for parents and students listening is we prepare you. And I apologize all that are listening. I use a lot of analogies as a former baseball player. (laughs) Uh, We prepare you to play when you graduate. We don't prepare you to come sit on the bench of whatever proverbial (laughs) company that hires you. And that's what brings employers back and back and back. So from that standpoint, internships start year one. A student could literally have three internships before they graduate and be ready to go in, a, in the marketplace, depending on their, or their study of major or their discipline. Well, I think that's terrific that you start the internships right there in year one, freshman year, giving students a real world application right from the get go. And like you said, they could end up with like three internships by the time they graduate, which I think is really unique and truly terrific. So getting back to the overall application process, Dr. Bennett, what could you tell us about the average profile of the current freshman class in terms of GPA and any other information that you collect? And if Mm -hmm. a student should fall below that mid 50%, what are some of the things that they can do to enhance their overall application? I think it's about the relationship building that happens with their Northwood University admissions counselor. Um, And I say that whether they're 18, 28, 38, 58, as I mentioned, we have an array of options that uh, appeal to a, a prospective student wherever they are in their pathway. I know a majority of the audience here is most likely in the traditional residential campus bucket, uh, but I say that relationship building is key. And that's in life in general, as you know, John. I think uh, in terms of our overall student profile, our average freshman class that just started here about seven, eight weeks ago uh, is about a 3.4 cumulative GPA. Um, you know, they're very active in their communities. We have a significant number of aspiring student athletes that make up our freshman class, but also just student leaders, volunteers, volunteerism. That basically develops the entire package because we're firm believers not only in entrepreneurship and capitalism, but we also know that with that, you've got to be a great citizen and contributor to your community at large. So for those that maybe fall below those technical measurements, I have found, we have found in a long career in higher ed, it really is about getting to know the person. You know, what what led to that hiccup in maybe a GPA? Uh, it's important to note that we are an ACT, SAT optional school. So it's not a final deciding factor, but it's one ingredient in that admissions application recipe per se. Uh, and that is across the board for our undergraduate programs, our master's programs, and our graduate programs. I think the overall piece that we find is our students come here hungry, ready to be entrepreneurial. Many of them already may have an entrepreneurial venture, but I can't tell you how many of the folks already have their side hustle or a business they created while in high school. And they're looking to fine tune their skills to really expand it as they graduate and go out into the quote unquote world. Well, I appreciate that, especially how you talk about building relationships with your admissions counselor, which you're absolutely right, is so important. So Dr. Bennett, What could you tell us about some of the things that students do to demonstrate their interest in attending Northwood? And how do you use that as part of your overall application review process? Yeah, I think you'll find that Northwood students are just wired different. Uh, You know, (laughs) entrepreneurial students are just wired different. I mean, I'm I'm a Northwood grad twice. So I Hmm. came here, believe it or not, I mean, I I donated my my hips and my knees to the baseball program back in the late 90s. <laughs> but you're just wired different. I remember growing up, um, you know, my my dad was a tool and die guy by day, but was a painter of, of custom automobiles at night. That was his side hustle. So hmm. I learned that entrepreneurial, quote unquote, hustle 
that's so popular today along with grit. So we also lived close to a golf course. I would go out and collect golf balls, right, in the, in the ponds and in the woods <laughs> and sell them, right, to make money. We see that today with kids that work in their parents' car dealerships. They create T-shirt companies, landscape companies, companies you would never dream of coding. They're developers. They create websites. They develop marketing campaigns and logos. Uh, but, I mean, bottom line, I, I give you all of that suffice to say there's no one recipe. But students inquire about programs. They apply. Most notably, as you alluded to earlier, they visit campus because they've got to get a good feel. Are they going to fit? Are they going to enjoy life there? They might attend a summer camp on campus. You know, one thing that's unique is not only do we have athletic sports camps, but we have business camps on campus. Uh, specifically for our automotive audience, we've got a full tank camp in which students can learn about the automotive industry, the automotive aftermarket industry. We have an acronym called Lab Camp, which is a camp referring to learn about business and what careers people can pursue. DECA, which is popular, BPA, uh, students attend athletic events on our campus, open houses. I mean, there's an array of opportunities, but that gives you a pretty good idea that we, we get to know our students throughout their junior, senior years. We get to know our adult students based on the engagement we have with them, whether they're pursuing a master or doctoral level program. It all boils back to those relationships because we're firm believers that we can partner and prosper with you in your educational journey. Well, I appreciate how you talk about building a community and being mindful of what the students do on your campus and beyond. So, Dr. Bennett, I also received some inquiries from parents asking about clubs, sports, or any other activities students may participate in outside mm -hmm. of the classroom while they are still in high school. Mm -hmm. So what are you looking for from a student's activity sheet, for example, and does it change based on a student's intended course of study? In other words, what are you looking for to make sure that the student, once they're on your campus, they're going to be a great community member that is going to immerse everything that you have to offer and sure. perhaps even contribute to it? Well, I think as, as part of the Northwood culture, um, it's in our DNA or in our students' DNA that they become active participants. What does that mean? It, it really depends on the individual. Uh, there's, a, there's well over 30 student and club organizations on our campus, ranging anywhere from DECA to BPA to Mock Trial Team, which has won national awards against significantly larger Division I competitors that I won't name today because we won't want to dis disappoint <laughs> anybody out there. But, you know, our, we talk about little engines that could. Um, you know, our colors are blue. Guess what color the little engine that could was? It was blue. <laughs> so from that standpoint, there's so many different opportunities. You know, there's fraternities and sororities. We have Greek life. Certainly we have mock trials. I mentioned students for sustainability. We have automotive and automotive aftermarket engagement opportunities, but we also build in practical experience opportunities for our students amongst some core, core, um, concentrations. So we have an automotive marketing and management program and an automotive aftermarket program, which we hosted just coming off the wake of it this past weekend, the world's largest outdoor new car show. Wow. And it's all <laughs> run by the students. That's awesome. The whole show. <laughs> so we had tens of thousands of people on our beautiful campus over the weekend, all run by the students, the displays, the marketing, the promotion. We do the same thing for our hospitality students. We do very similar things for our fashion and merchandising students. So 
you get to learn it by doing it here. We don't just talk about it and hope you can do it. Once again, it goes back to that analogy. Our students know how to play, and that's why they're such hot commodities in the business force when it's time to get hired. Well, I love that. You learn by doing. It sounds like you give your students so many opportunities to embrace real-world opportunities, such as the car show and so many other things. It really does sound like you have something for everyone, particularly if you want to study business. So we appreciate that. And of course, Dr. Bennett, visiting campus before committing to a school is really important for a student to get a feeling of the campus and surrounding area as taking tours and spending time on a campus are things that are not so simply uh, replicated, if you will, online. So when a student comes to Northwood, what are the areas that they should visit and what are some of the questions they should be asking to help determine whether or not Northwood is the right fit for them? Yeah, I think um, you're going to find that Northwood is a very welcoming place. I'm sure a lot of schools will tell you that in these in these podcasts, but it really is a family and a very tight-knit community. Um, it's a small, intimate setting, but like I said, students come with that DNA of, of entrepreneurship and a hustle mentality. Uh, it's it's funny. We just had an interview yesterday. Our students want to make money. That might sound <laughs> dirty, but they're the next wave of capitalists. They're going to grow the next product, right? Uh, but when I what I would tell students in general is visit everything. Uh, you know, whether you're an athlete or not, visit the athletic facilities because that can be a very significant part of your experience on a Saturday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday. Even if you don't play, it's part of that social development side of things. Visit the academic buildings, of course where you're probably going to take a majority of your classes. Visit the Student Life Center, where we all know mental health is a big thing. We know exercise and physiology is key. Visit the mental health spaces that are available to you while you're a student, whatever your age. Uh, The dorms, the apartments, the living accommodations are key. I mean, those are all pretty standard answers. But I would also say take a good look at the grounds. Is there trash? Is it overflowing? Is there trash on the ground? Is, the, is it mowed? Or is it weeded? Those are little things that go a long way where you look at the meticulousness of the grounds and the, the physical aesthetics of a campus that spill over into everything that an institution does. We take a lot of pride in that where it's meticulous, and I think that's big. The other thing that might not always come out when you talk about visiting with a university, visit the city that the university resides in. So we're in Midland, Michigan. I encourage everybody, every mom, dad, student, online student, whomever, come to campus, be a part of this community, but also visit the city of Midland, the downtown area, the Tridge, which is a a very monumental landmark in our space. Visit the shops, visit the restaurants downtown, uh, the after hour activity and social gathering, (laughs) watering holes. See all of it because it's all going to make up part of your experience, whatever level of student you are and whatever age of a student you are. Well, we appreciate that. And I love how you talked about pride. And you're the first one that mentions, take notice if the lawn is cut, if there's garbage on the floor, frankly, because that pride is something that, you know, is really important in terms of fostering that sense of community. You mentioned that your students are entrepreneurial and it's not a dirty thing at all. And speaking of making money and the entrepreneurial nature of the world, The cost of college is clearly a major consideration for so many students and their families. Where can your net price calculator be found and how accurate is it regarding overall cost and merit aid? Yeah, no, it's a great question. Um, I would say as a tuition dependent specialty business school, 
and a private university to boot. Uh, we take a lot of pride in individuals and students and families that kick the tires and look at Northwood, but most notably, those that invest in Northwood. So very much we, we understand the customer relationship because you know, well over 90% of our operating budget is from student tuition. So we have to, just like an Apple, just like a Ford, we've got to put out a good product if we want customers to stay with us. And if we want repeat customers, right, brothers, sisters, moms, dads, all of those. So I give you that backstory because we're competitively priced, but students can simply go to our website at northwood.edu slash financial aid slash net price calculator. And it'll give an array of opportunities on baseline tuition, but we have a significant amount of financial aid. We have a significant amount of merit-based scholarships for students who perform well uh, at their undergraduate level. But we also, as I mentioned, back to that free market and entrepreneurial and capitalistic mentality, we have so many folks that have gone on to excessively successful careers that they've given back millions of dollars to establish scholarships so that students at 18 or whatever age still have the opportunity and the ways and means to pursue a Northwood University education. So it's that full cycle you hear all the time about capitalism being bad. It's not because the people that make the most money give back the most money (laughs) to charitable organizations, universities, endowments, scholarships, and the like. So from that standpoint, a high percentage of our students receive some form of aid, whether governmental or state, but what we refer to as private donor scholarships are available from those individuals that have done well and are uh, paying it forward, if you will, to the next generation of entrepreneurial leaders. Well, of course, paying it forward is so important. And I appreciate the fact that you mentioned the net price calculator. Dr. Bennett, if there are any links that you want me to put in the show notes, just send them to me. And of course, we'll make them available to the students and their parents in the show notes. I was also curious, Dr. Bennett, can you explain what opportunities Northwood offers students that may have had an IEP while in high school in terms of helping them to ensure that they continue to be successful once they're on your campus? Yeah, I think what's most notably is we, we try to provide as many opportunities and pathways, regardless of uh, where a student stands in that area. Uh, we try to put it out as the personal responsibility mantra that we talked about earlier is as one of our key tenants. Uh, we don't force anything upon anybody, but we do have the tools. We do have the resources. We have what we call our TLC, Timberwolf <laughs> Learning Center, or the Northwood Timberwolves. So there's tutoring, there's opportunities to set pathways, opportunities to establish counselors who work hand in hand and academic advisors that will be there every step of the way, holding hands with those students from day one through day 1300. My math might be off, but (laughs) four year plan. I was one of those students who actually came to Northwood not knowing what I wanted to do in life. And I had a a remarkable uh, counselor in the registrar's office who I met with every semester to set up my schedule, making sure it worked with my schedule, commitments, work, baseball, life, everything under the sun. And I think it's that personal approach that a lot of people talk about, uh, but maybe don't deliver. Um, That's where I I think knowing the names of our students and knowing what their career aspirations are is so important. But we do provide that extra help when needed. But we also want to make sure that we meet the students halfway. They've got to want to. And I say that because they've got to have a little burning desire to be successful. And let's make a note. We also know that a a lot of successful businessmen and women, entrepreneurs, innovators in in our society today and before, they weren't the best students. They just needed a forum and a laboratory 
to fine tune and polish and go knock it out of the park when they hit the business world. And I think that's what we have found too. Some of our most successful students struggled a little bit, but we gave them a handhold, a pat on the back, a hand up, not a handout, but gave them an opportunity to be successful and let their talents shine. Well, I believe it when you say it, you know, you gave students a forum, a laboratory and that pat on the back, right? You met them where they are. And I could see how students would want to be on your campus. You know, there's a sign at the back of your desk there that says, be awesome. And yeah. I got to tell you, you're awesome. And this has been a phenomenal conversation. Unfortunately, we are getting close to the last question. But before I ask the last question, I have to ask Dr. Bennett, is there a question that I didn't ask today or a topic that I didn't bring up that you'd like to share with our listeners now? No, and I appreciate the time. I'm, I'm running up against it too, my friend. It's been a privilege. You know, <laughs> I would just say that we talked a lot about Northwood offerings, uh, primarily for that traditional residential student. I would say that we've got a pathway for a student at whatever stage they are in their career. Uh, if students are looking for an entrepreneurial business-related field of study, uh, we're unmatched. Uh, it, it's evidenced by our alumni. It's evidenced by our free enterprise philosophy. Uh, you know, we tag the coin and our, our school slogan, if you will, or mantra is liberty and business for all. So I encourage <laughs> students and or parents who are looking, didn't think they wanted to complete a degree, earn a degree or continue on. Visit Northwood.edu um, as America's free enterprise university. Uh, the world can use a little more Northwood in these times because we're looking at opportunities to find and fix solutions not argue and debate whether you lean left or right, blue or red. We lean towards the green, right? It's about <laughs> development, job creation, financial resource creation, so that we can grow together. And I think that's one of the most dynamic elements that Northwood University believes in. Because in the end, we believe in the God-given talents that you, myself, and our students are given can do great things for man, for society, but moreover for the communities they serve. And I think that, that sounds a little... Uh, catcher in the rye, but it's real when it comes down to business and innovation. Well, I really appreciate that. And I love the term liberty and business. Well, I think that's awesome. And this has been a great conversation. Unfortunately, Dr. Bennett, it does lead us to that last question, which is what are your top three pieces of advice that you would give a student and their parents getting ready for the college admissions process? Yeah, no, it's a great question. I would say very simple for parents. Um, I'm looking at my notes here, John. For parents, start early and stay organized. Or excuse me, for the students, I apologize. Students first. Stay, start early and be organized. Don't wait to the last minute because then you're going to miss something. Right? Create a little bit of a timeline, which can be hard. But staying organized just gives you some checkpoints. Make some lists and keep what I would advise. Keep a, keep a journal. Keep something that you can keep your notes in so you can compare and contrast. Focus on some of the academics. Looking at where you find a fit, what most intrigues you. I guarantee you're probably not going to know what you're going to be when you grow up at 18. So give yourself that grace of knowing that it doesn't have to be forever, but you know there's flexibility in what you're looking at doing. And then showcase your individuality. As we talked about, you're unique in every sense of the, of the word. Don't hide that. That's where you're going to find a fit. That's where you're going to find a click. That's where you're going to find a spark in terms of what in, intrigues you and where your passions lie. And I always tell folks, follow your passion. And you're never going to work a day in your life. <laughs> so you got to find those early and that those can be fun. For parents, be supportive. Provide support, not pressure. Because it's daunting enough as a junior and senior in high school 
that you've got so many balls in the air even to fit in or who am I going to take to homecoming or prom or Sadie Hawkins. <laughs> take it step by step. Be supportive and work through it together as a team. Um, financial planning, never too early to start that. We know uh, college is an investment. And so it's important to start planning and budgeting all of those things, asking those questions of the colleges like Northwood. What does financial aid look like? What scholarships are available? Can my son or daughter walk on a sports team and maybe earn a scholarship? Can they participate in another activity and earn a scholarship? A lot of opportunities out there, even in your local communities where scholarships with a local bank, a local financial services institution. Uh, and I think the last piece for, for parents is just stay informed and engaged. Uh, familiarize yourself with the college application process. More importantly, familiarize yourself with the people you're working with at the university. Attend information sessions and workshops, and then just be an emotional support staff. Right? You're you're the counselor, you're the therapist, and all this. And uh, your mom and dad, that's never going to change. So just hold <laughs> their hand. Don't walk in front or behind them. Walk with them. Well, those are great pieces of advice, Dr. Bennett. Northwood is so fortunate to have you on their team. As were we today on the podcast, I can't thank you enough. And I'm so happy as I know that this conversation is going to help so many students and their parents as they navigate through the process. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it, Dr. Bennett. You were awesome. John, you killed it. It's a privilege to uh, carry your <laughs> luggage on this, on this trip. <laughs> the pleasure was all ours. And one last thing to say to everyone out there, good luck as you navigate through the college process. Take care, everyone. Be well. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please don't forget to tell a friend and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am your host, John Durante, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Cap.